Hello and season's greetings to all you wonderful, amazing podcast listeners. I just wanted to take this opportunity to first wish you all a very Merry Christmas and secondly to thank you for your support in continuing to listen to my podcast this year. I can't really tell you how much I appreciate every one of you and I hope that these episodes have been of service to you, especially during a potentially unsettling period. We have so much more yummy, nugget-filled amazingness planned for 2021 and beyond. So please keep listening and please keep expanding. My love to you all and Merry Christmas. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It With Dan podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Mangena. I'm here with a crazy chap that I happened to bump into on my LinkedIn journeys. We had a conversation. I liked him and I wanted you guys to meet him too. Introducing Wayne. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So why don't you tell the tell the folks a little bit more about you, who you are, who you serve and what you do in the world? Sure. Uh, well, who I serve is male business owners primarily, mm-hmm. and that ties into who I am as well. Uh, and uh, and we and we do that. I, I have a mastermind group, and we do it in the in outdoor settings. Uh, so it's business builder camp, uh, mm-hmm. like camp when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And I live on a farm. I'm on 20 acres uh, in Pennsylvania in the U.S. And I've got four children and dogs and pigs and cows and chickens. So I do business and we do life. And I love helping people, you know, create the life that that they want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I always love how loved how I loved how grounded you were because like you're out here teaching people to be kick-ass entrepreneurs and then go and feed the chickens. It's like that's such a beautiful dichotomy that it's not really dichotomous because it's all rounded around this idea of how would I want to live my life? Okay, this is how I want to live my life. Um, I love being around my family. I love having the open space. I love what I do. And then I want to have other empower other people to do that as well. Am I kind of on the right tracks? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's definitely it. You know, before you and I got on this podcast, I was doing a kickoff call with a wealth planning uh, business in New York. And we were uh, working on strategy and we were working on roles for the different people in the company and who they want to sell to and what's their value proposition and things like that. And then I popped out of my office and went downstairs and uh, saw our beagle puppies. Uh, my dog just had puppies and the kids were excited because they were kind of rolling around. And I have to be careful with boundaries like that because mm-hmm. you know, when am I working and when am I with, with them? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for sure. The the clients that I work with often will will say they want more balance. And really what they mean is they want to live intentionally. Like they want to mm. balance isn't necessarily this state of having family <laughs> life all in equal proportions, right? Mm-hmm. It's more about intentionally, I'm going to spend time with my family uh, and create the time with them. And I'm going to spend time on my business and work really hard when I'm doing that. And for me, the things I like yeah, are generally outside and are pretty grounded and related to the earth. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah. So yeah, that's what balance and, and that's, that's what we do in the program for sure. Beautiful. So did you have a more rural based upbringing or did you make your way from the big city to get out into the country? I, I grew up five minutes from where I live now. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up on a um, piece of property that was pretty big. I grew up with my grandparents. I, mm-hmm. I was an only child because uh, mm-hmm. they started over with mm-hmm. me. And I spent my time out in the in the woods and in the creek and uh, doing all those kind of things. I've, I've had time in my life where I've yeah, lived in Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been to the city, but... Yeah, this, this was you. back home when we came back here. It wasn't for you, the city. How How is that? I said it was well, not for you. Oh, even when I was there, I worked in construction and I was out in the mountains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the time, I just came back there on the weekends because that's where our apartment was. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I like going to New York City to yeah. visit. <laughs> you know, I love taking my daughters. I, I can't wait to be able to go to uh, Broadway with them again mm. for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my friends, one of my friends, Scott, I remember um, when I, I did my first, my first ever Beyond Intention workshop I did in New York uh, a few years ago. And one of my friends drove up. He's, he's in, um, good Lord. He's a little bit north, north of you, I think, in Pennsylvania, really close to the border near, near Trenton. I think he's not too far from Trenton. Jersey, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's like the Jersey, Pennsylvania border. He's like around yeah. there somewhere. And he's like, he came to New York for the day. He's like, no, I can't do it. I've got to go back. I can't take it. The noise and the stuff. And it's really interesting because um, I used to be very much New Yorky. I used to fly from London. I'd literally wake up and be like, I want to hang out with my friends for a couple of days. And I'd like hop on a flight and go to New York for a couple of days and just party and stuff. And then now as I've got older, and I think as I've been doing a different kind of spiritual practice as well, I'm just not into the noise anymore. And it's like, Olga, my wife, she's like, why did I know you? Why did I know you then when you were more into partying? Now you're just like a boring old guy that wants to stay at home. It's like, I love the peace and quiet now. For me, it's, I'm say I live down here in Cabo near the water and stuff like that. Definitely being more nature, more peace and quiet, the slower paces is, is definitely my groove, my groove too, you know? Yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. So where did the journey start for you? Did you... Did you decide, hang on, I want to, did you wake up one morning and be like, this is what I want to do. I want to empower people to do this. Or was there more of a journey for you to make the transition into doing what you do now? Well, I, you know, I, I caught on, I, I, I was attracted to what you were doing because I feel like your work is around living intentionally and, yeah. and mm-hmm. creating the life you want as well. And that was a journey for me to learn that that was even possible. Mm. So, you know, growing up with my grandparents, life for them hadn't changed a whole lot from, you know, how they, how they grew up. It wasn't, you know, certainly in their lifetime, the, the cars became more prevalent and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of changes, but I mean, they, they really grew up close to where they live and they had jobs. Well, my grandmother was a, you know, stay at home um, mom, I guess you would have called, they, they called it homemaker back then. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather worked in a coal mine and worked on the farm and 
labored and we didn't really go anywhere. We didn't, we didn't travel. We, we didn't, we certainly didn't read thought provoking books. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think my grand, even if I, you know, spoke to them now, I don't, I, I'm sure they've heard of yoga, but I tried <laughs> So, so this idea of being able to play with these different things in my life, like you talk about spirituality or, Mm -hmm. or silence, um, that's been a journey over the years as I've met new, interesting people, which Mm -hmm. is why you and I met on LinkedIn and we connected. I said, let's have a conversation. I want to get to know this person because I'm just fascinated to meet people who uh, do different things than I do, who have who've moved around the world, who have created workshops like you or people that have written books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a gradual awakening and it's all, all along the path. Mm-hmm. Are there things that you've... Um also, so there are times in your journey when you've come up against a potential um, crossing over, shall we say, maybe moving into something new, and you found that you were held back based on the programs that you're running before, such as an opportunity came up, or there was a chance to go and try out something different, or to, to make a push into new frontiers, and you felt yourself held back at all? Yeah, um, just, I, I would, sure, change is change is scary. Mm-hmm. I, I became a coach and consultant and started working independently seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was also doing organic farming at that mm-hmm. time. And I was in a traditional corporate job. I was uh, leading a sales team and I, I knew that the lifestyle of traveling and uh, being away from my family is not what I wanted, but to step into something new, like creating an income from an idea and a legal pad was, was super scary. Mm-hmm. And there certainly was a, a lot of resistance at that time. A lot of conversations with my wife, a lot of uh, tears, um, a lot of energy uh, in the, in that moment. Mm-hmm. And what would you say about your journey was that empowered you to be able to navigate that or what resourced you to be able to navigate that uncertainty? Because obviously you did take the leaps because here you are seven years later making it happen and and living that life. Was there a particular resource or path that empowered you to make that? Well, ironically enough, my grandfather, you know, I said my grandparents didn't really, they they weren't very progressive or they didn't, they, they didn't go a lot of places or learn a lot of different things. But I did, I learned from them. My grandfather was a coal miner mm-hmm. and they, him and a couple of other guys basically went out in the woods in Pennsylvania in, in a likely spot where coal would be. And they dug a hole in the ground and they cobbled together this business. They formed mm-hmm. a business that was very simple, uh, go in the ground dig coal have more coal left over at the end of the day than whatever it cost you to produce it and that's where your income came from Mm. so i grew up watching him uh cobble together these structures and fixes to problems from nothing so i i I guess i always had some faith that there is an answer if you work hard and if you ask enough people and if you try enough things even if it fails so when when i left corporate world and started doing coaching consulting I had a mentor that I called up and uh, he had been my coach and I asked him, you know, if he thought I could do it. 
and if you would help me. And he said mm-hmm. yes to both. And so for anybody who's trying to, you know, make a leap or pushing into something new in life, it is it is helpful to have a guide or a mentor or somebody who has um, been there before you. And he, this guy, Warren Lewis, has been instrumental in my life and showing me the way and giving me the courage. And I think we need permission sometimes mm. authority figures or people that we trust to, I, I don't know, it's almost like uh, magic beans or something. They say, <laughs> they say we can, so we go for it. Um, I think there's something to be said for that. I think it was uh, Dale Carnegie that talks about the voice of authority as being an influence. And sometimes um, we talk about influence in terms of it going out, but there's a power to understand how influence comes in, you know, understanding the language that I speak, what I will listen to and how I tick so that I can be properly resourced and supported to go and get things done. Right. Yeah, that's Mm. true. That's right. That it, you have to let it in, and perhaps mm-hmm. there's some skill to letting it in. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk a bit more about the work that you're doing. Uh, I'm fascinated by this idea of having uh, adult camps for, for for businessmen. Tell me a bit more about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, camp, camp was. Most of us have fond memories of some sort of camp when we were a kid, but that's right. We forget how to do that when we're mm-hmm. adults. So. Uh, I, w- I was working uh, one-on-one with a number of business owners who I really, en- you know, really enjoyed being with them. I enjoyed their point of view. Um, and I always would mention them to each other as in, hey, you've got this problem. There's this other person I work with and they fixed it. And here's what they do. Or here's this person and you'd like them. They like to go, um, you know, hiking and they've they've climbed a bunch of summits in Alaska. You, mm-hmm. you two would really get along. So. Uh, my wife and I rented a house uh, about an hour and a half from here, a great big house with mm-hmm. uh, multiple bedrooms, some of which were bunk beds, which was funny because she's like, do you think do you think these guys are guys that are paying you several thousand dollars a month? Like, do you think they're going to stay in bunk beds? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure they will. They won't all, but some of them will. Yeah. And uh, so we went into this great big house and it had bunk beds and it had a pool. It had an yeah. indoor pool. Yeah. And and we just had the greatest time because when you get around people in a shared space who maybe everybody is a coach or everybody owns a small business or mm-hmm. everybody is into manifesting their future, whatever it is, mm-hmm. when you get around people and, and you share meals and you you share a lodging like mm-hmm. that you can't help but come away from that fired up and and feel renewed so yeah, that's what we did uh, and that's what continues so. i mean i personally think that the energy of something speaks more than anything else and i think what i'm picking up as an observer of this is you created a really authentic heart-centered experience that people can just show up and be open to transformation in. Cause at the end of the day, when we were just spoke about letting something in, you've created a space where people can let go and let in. Cause when we come to stuff with our ideas and our notions and our preconceptions and our, our boxes and oh, I'm coming in and I'm going to be the big business person and I'm going to be the winner. We're not so open to receiving things that might actually create change for us. So maybe that's what's contributing to them being able to, uh, to experience yeah. it. 
And it's interesting to hear you use words like transformation and, you know, mindfulness and things like that. I don't generally work with dudes that think that way. Like <laughs> I, work with, I work with guys that are kind of like tough guys. They're often in more blue collarish businesses, mm-hmm. um, trade, you know, repairing air conditioning and heating systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go hunting on some of our trips. You don't have mm-hmm. to be into that, but that's mm-hmm. an option. And, and we do that. You know, I love working on my tractor and with chains and uh, out on the farm and an axe. And mm-hmm. in that world, people don't really think about that uh, energy flow. Mm-hmm. But when you plug them into that, mm-hmm. they 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 don't have, they don't have to call it energy flow. It just it just happens. And yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the ego piece. You know, it's interesting. We went to a uh, turkey hunting lodge in spring of 2019. And I told the guys before we got there, you're going to meet these other men who are building businesses and families. And I'm going to give you a challenge Uh, from the time we arrive until after dinner the first night. I don't want you to talk to anybody about your business or about what you've built. I want them to I want you to talk to them about, you know, things you do on the weekend and Mm -hmm. and your and get to know people who have families and what does that mean and talk to them about where you're from and how you grew up and forget about the business because it's so easy to start doing the whole like kind of compare and mm-hmm. you know well I got you know 30 trucks and <laughs> I've got 50 employees it's just kind of natural that ego can come then. And of course, mm. I, I don't know who it was that said, if ego is present in the room, I can only ever be better than or worse than everybody there. I can't just be me. Mm. You know, so, so purposely curating an environment where we're going to show up, not on that basis of um, what our business that we built, which is how these guys generally identify themselves is pretty powerful. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. So the, the bunk bed gate was, that was your first retreat. Sorry. Yeah, that was the first one. (laughs) And it's continued from there. Um, What are some of the, the, the things that people come to you to experience? Um, so this word balance, mm-hmm. I think is so people come to me to grow their business and they come to these events to grow their business that because that's the easiest thing to engage with. Mm-hmm. So the very fact we don't talk about it when we go there, yeah, it's the easiest thing for us to say, I need help with this. I need help with growing my business. So mm-hmm. that would be the stated reason that I work with people to, to start. And then, then it often will get into this idea of balance. It'll get in this idea of, uh, I feel, you know, I've created this business, but I'm working in it all the time. And I, I don't get to spend time on the things I said that I wanted to spend time on. Mm. And I, and I have good intentions. Like I intend to stop working. I intend to not be on my phone at nine or 10 o'clock at night. Mm. Um, checking our social media accounts and yet I find myself doing that again and again. So, so balance, uh, the word balance is probably the biggest thing that people, um, come to, to my community for. And we may not even know that that's what it is. Right. But they certainly find that by the end of the time with you. Right. Yeah. And when I, so when I started coaching one-on-one, Dan, uh, one of my first clients that I worked with um, hired me to help 
his business grow. Then it became, he actually was interested in family communications because he had two sons and his second wife who would have been their stepmom in the business. And we started working on that. And eventually in our conversations, I found out he had had another son who had actually committed suicide. Oh, wow. And he had a particular big business project that he kept not following through on. He had plans to do expansion and he, Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't get around to doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I learned about this third son and about the guilt that he had and how he he was afraid that he had done something wrong and that with these other two sons, he might do something wrong again. And so we worked through a bunch of things with that and he, and he let a lot of that go. And because of some of my own history with addiction and things, I was able to explain how I saw things that could, could have been going on that way for his son. And, uh, we ended up um, wrapping up our work and I felt guilty because I don't, I didn't think that I had uh, helped his business grow on the top line. We didn't generate more sales because of the conversations we have had in this coaching session mm-hmm. setting. But I saw this guy, you know, out and about probably six months later. And he said, you have no idea how important that was to me, how much it meant to me to do that mm-hmm. work. With you, and I appreciate it. And uh, I thought afterwards, uh, you know, how dare I get in the way of, you know, the real conversations that people need to have? And why would I think that the only value I can give to the world is to help them sell more product? Mm. And um, and since then, I've been open when when business and it's been male and female worked with lots Mm -hmm. of business owners too but when when people come into my world to to try to set my own little ego and intentions and neediness aside and see where we go and see where we play and it's the same in a group setting with uh business builder camp when we're in a you know if we're on zoom uh and, and we're all working on Zoom and something comes that somebody needs to work through. It, we don't ever wrap up a call like that where other people call me up and go, how come we didn't talk more about sales? You know, mm-hmm. um, always, always what people need is, is the most important thing in the coaching setting. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, for people that would like to come turkey hunting with you or just to open up and talk about balance and connect in the woods with, with other fine business owners who are on the same same vibe, same flow, what's the best way for them to, to connect with you and find out more about what you're doing in the world? We met on LinkedIn. And so my LinkedIn handle is, you know, forward slash Wayne Herring, J-R, Wayne Herring Jr. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get we'll get that popped in the show notes. Yeah, or uh, we created a page for your listeners, which is businessbuildercamp.com forward slash uh, do it with Dan, right? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, and, we'll and on that, there, we'll put that in the, in the notes as well. Yeah, I share some of the tools that we use in camp, the planning sheets and videos to go with it, almost like a short course if they enter their email address. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for, for, for creating that. Really appreciate it. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure finding out a bit more about your journey and connecting with you a bit more. Looking forward to continue to expand uh, our conversations over time and and uh, 
And also interested to see how this work starts to support some of the listeners to the show and give them the opportunity to come and connect with you. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Dear all, dear all, please join me in giving Wayne some gratitude for the time he spent away from the chickens today with us. And and how can you bring more balance into your life? Uh, What conversations are you not having with yourself? How have you been allowing ego to stand between you and your gift showing up in the world? Would love to continue the conversation in the Facebook group, dreamingdown.com forward slash Facebook. Do be sure to check out uh, Wayne's work. Check out his um, his resources. He's, uh, he's very generously shared. They're in the show notes. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. And remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, and purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duel with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan. 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 Dan.